Hello, readers and friends. Welcome to Charlotte Dunes Lagoon. In this episode, I'm going to be exploring the cages of our own minds. Let's get into it. I dream of cages, tethers, and chains, peaches, bars, and fake mermaids. My father, Fred, had a pet monkey named Peaches growing up that his father, Zane, won in a poker game. Oops, except my memory doesn't actually serve me. According to my mother, Carol, Zane did not win Peaches. Rather, a banana trader kept Peaches on his boat in the late 1950s. Zane was buying bananas at the Baltimore Harbor one day and ended up taking Peaches along with the boxes of fruit which he then drove back and sold in rural Western Virginia, where we grew up. Peaches lived in the laundry room and would throw clothes and clothespins at my annoyed grandmother, Charlotte. Yes, spelled like harlot, but with a C. We can only guess where Peaches used the commode. These functional things were never explained. Eventually, Charlotte got fed up and disappeared Peaches. No one knows to where. Family lore is kind of like dreams. Some parts are there, and some parts are gone. Last night, I dreamt that my father had kept peaches all these years in a closet at his house, locked in a cage hidden behind hanging clothes, and peaches had grown from a spider monkey to an orangutan, a human-sized primate with a kind but sad face and large drooping breasts, not unlike Charlotte herself. Push aside hanging clothes, and there was Peaches, cramped, barred, forlorn. In another dream, my partner, Aga, gathered different lizards, around ten, each a unique breed, size, and color. He tethered the lizards by their tiny ankles to small rope hammocks from the pet store, all hung in a massive glass aquarium on a table with wheels. On the back panel of the glass, he painted fluffy clouds and a blue sky. Aga rolled this reptile menagerie to a shopping mall and left it in the middle like a jewelry kiosk for people to admire the immobilized iguana, bearded dragon, chameleon, and other breeds. The lizards appeared content, but I felt unsettled. Perhaps we should not keep wild animals restrained? In the next stream, Aga couldn't find our dog, Gunter's favorite tennis ball, so he went to the store and bought thousands of tennis balls. He packed our SUV with the bright neon yellow balls to the brim. I opened the door and they all spilled out like a dam bursting. Gunther the dog went insane. (laughs) The third night, I dreamt of a stranger and a looming wooden barn, the kind of person and space you might find in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. The man had a straw hat that concealed his eyes, and he chewed a stem of wheat. I followed him into the open barn, which was as long and wide as a football field. It contained nothing but thin white women dressed as mermaids with artificial and colorful metallic scaled tails from Amazon. Each woman was chained to a rock like Princess Leia connected to Jabba the Hutt. They were this man's strange fantasy. They said nothing to me. Finally, I found myself in a prison. I'd been sentenced to life, though I didn't know why. I was afraid and crying, begging through the iron cell bars for a pen. How do I get a pen around here? I screamed and screamed. But no one came, so I couldn't write anything. We wonder where dreams come from. Is it just the brain, 
clearing out ideas like cobwebs from the rafters of our sleep. I can only imagine that I dreamed of cages, tethers, and chains because I've been thinking about Nabokov's monkey in Lolita, finger-painting the bars of its own cage. Something about the idea feels like social media, but instead of bars and paint, we have cameras and screens. Is Zuckerberg the scientist and we the monkey? Is Apple the lab we live in? Or maybe it's in the Android where you sleep? Share with me a dream of your own in the comments. Or what what did this make you think of? Share with me anything. I love to hear your thoughts. And as always, if you liked this episode, please share it with a friend. That's all. Bye. Bye.